Hi there, my name is Jake and I'm from Reachability. Reachability is a nonprofit organization based in Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, and we focus on uh, helping people with disabilities or facing barriers find fulfillment, uh, whatever that means for them. So we have a number of employment programs, some legal programs, uh, we also run the Blue Nose Ability Film Festival. So the Blue Nose Ability Film Festival, otherwise known as BAF, uh, is in our fourth year now and we focus on uh, showing content made by people with disabilities or featuring people with disabilities. Uh, if you tune in after the podcast, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the specific events. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Riding Cars with Cats. I'm your host, Mike Tanner, and today I want to talk to you about the mundane. That's right. I want to talk to you about the boring, ridiculously small, silly, insignificant things uh, that make up the vast majority of our lives. Yesterday, I embarked on a bit of a, an Instagram project. I had just finished washing the dishes, which is one of my pretty regular uh, daily activities. And when I finished, I snapped a picture of all these uh, of all of these dishes in the sink, and I, I captioned it on Instagram with the caption "Thug Life." Now, <laughs> there's nothing particularly thuggish uh, or even really that interesting about what I had taken a picture of. But I sort of laughed to myself. I kind of got a big uh, – <laughs> sometimes I'm really the only person who laughs at my jokes, and that was certainly the case last night when this happened. So I got a kick out of it, and then I took a picture of some random Lego in my son's room and captioned it, crushing it. And then I just sort of walked around the house and started taking pictures of relatively random things that were, you know, really unrelated to anything, and captioning them with things that didn't really connect. And (laughs) I suddenly had a deluge of questions. Basically, people being like, have you lost it? Are you okay? Like, what's what's happening right now in your world? And so I kind of said, you know, I'm just snapping pictures of the mundane things around me. And I want to use it to have a little bit of uh, conversation about authenticity, especially as it relates to our digital lives. I regularly work with individuals and organizations working on trying to present their um, their stories online, trying to put forward a cohesive story that really uh, gets to the heart of who they are and what they represent. And one of the really consistent obstacles that I face in all of this is brands that want to talk about things that honestly customers don't really want to hear. One of the consistent things that I face in all of this is when a brand says, we want to say this. And when a consumer says, I want to hear what's actually going on. I'm lucky enough to work with some relatively insightful brands that have done a lot of work into what their clients are looking for, what their customers are looking for. And so generally, I'm actually pretty lucky in this regard. 
I don't have a lot of clients who are whose idea of what we should be doing is is really that far disconnected from what I'm trying to implement. But I have in the past, and I want to talk a little bit about what we present online and the impact it can actually have on the larger community. So I recently wrote a post for On The Mat, which is a yoga studio in Halifax that I practice at. Now, <laughs> since we're talking about authenticity, I haven't practiced in a couple months. Uh, there was some thought that I might practice today. And honestly, it just didn't happen. There's lots of reasons why I haven't practiced in a while. I've been trying to get a handle on how many clients I have, trying to have a bit of a personal life as the kids transition to school. And, uh, you know, just basically trying to live. Uh, but when it really comes down to it, the reason I haven't practiced that much is because I, I haven't practiced that. And I should, and I, I will. I just, I just haven't. And so I wrote this piece for On The Mat, and it was talking about how, and this is a trend I'm seeing a lot of people talk about, and I'm seeing a lot of people experience, but the idea is that I have seen people who are very upset uh, because the life they're living online doesn't match the lives that they see other people living online. So they see, you know, a stay-at-home mother of four with a beautiful house that is just pristine, advertising some new product that she's uh, peddling as as part of her new blog campaign or something like that. And and <laughs> I'll be honest, these people talk to me all the time about like how do these people have it together so much when I don't? And that's a really heartbreaking thing to see and hear because it's, it's just devastating. It's hard when you look around and you go, everyone seems to have figured this out and I have not. And you immediately start to think that there is something wrong with you. You immediately think if everyone else knows what they're doing, and I don't, obviously the problem lies with me. And I'm here to tell you that that's probably not the case. What we see online is rarely, if ever, a truly accurate representation of what uh, is actually happening. So, you know, when we see someone posting about, you know, the incredible new product that they're using or, you know, someone's cooking and behind them, you just see like, oh my God, all their dishes are done. Everything's away. Everything's clean. Everything's spotless. That is a little tiny picture frame that that person is letting you look through. I mean this honestly, it's a little tiny picture frame that you get to look through. And if you were to extend beyond that picture frame, you would see the cat litter on the floor and you would see the pile of dishes that aren't done. And you would see all these different things that make up the real lives of these individuals. Now I'm not saying that these are 
bad people or that they're, you know, doing something to purposely misrepresent themselves because I, I don't think they are. I think that they're doing what they have seen. They're kind of showing their highlight reel in the same way that they've seen other people showing their highlight reels over time. But I do believe that those kind of representations, I do believe that these kinds of visual stories that we tell that are disconnected quite intensely from reality are really harmful to the overarching communities that these people live within. I absolutely believe that it is problematic to have people post just their highlights. I do think that it hurts people's feelings, not in a, you're, you know, you're being ridiculous kind of way, but I think it really hurts people sort of to their core because they feel like a failure because they're not doing things as well. They're not as successful. They're not, their house isn't as clean. You know, their kids don't look as happy. And in this post, I kind of talked about the idea of you're only seeing part of that story. You know, you're not seeing, you know, that the kid who looks fantastic holding up one of those little Pinterest signs, you know, who looks like he's so happy has been told that Christmas isn't coming this year if he doesn't make this a good photo shoot. Uh, now, I'm not suggesting that, you know, I don't think that most people I know and most people that we follow would actually say that kind of thing. But there are scales of these things. I mean, how many of us as parents have said to our kids, you know, I need you to smile for this picture. And if you don't, there's a consequence. And so I think that what we need to do if we're going to survive this whole damn thing is we need to start being honest on social as much as we physically can. Now, we run into this conundrum, which is people want you to be honest, but people have their own things going on, and it can take a lot of mental energy to have to deal with all of the things that are happening in your life plus all of the things that are happening in their life. So I caution people not to overwhelm others with their story. I caution people to try to be cognizant of the mental energy it might take to unpack uh, what you're sharing uh, with those other people. But I absolutely believe that there, it is, it is very important that we find balance in these things. I think it's very important that we are able to say, this is my story and I want to tell it and to not feel bad about the idea that our story isn't this beautiful tale in some cases. And I also want to say, I'm not critical of people who share the beauty in things. I mean, I've posted some beautiful things over the years because they've been things I've been really passionate about and I'm really proud of them, you know, uh, but I try my best to post whenever possible the whole story because the whole story is more important than that. Here's a prime example. When I first started doing yoga, 
uh, I had a friend who did this yoga, this Instagram thing. So it's one of those things where basically you post a picture a day on Instagram of some specific theme or whatever the case may be. And in this case, we were given a, you know, an Instagram thing that had, you know, here's the post for each day for January. And each day you would go ahead and you would pose in one of those ways. And that was your post for the day. And I ran into a a few problems with this. So problem number one was some of those poses were damn hard to do, especially for someone who was just getting started with yoga. So some of them were, were very, very difficult. And I was left sort of thinking, not only is this going to be hard for me to do, but how in the love of God am I actually going to film this? How am I going to get a picture of this when it's just me? I don't have a team of people. So what I did was I decided I'd set the camera up and I'd film a video and then I would go back through that video and I would find, I'd basically find a screen capture from when it looked best. And that would be what I would actually share as the image. And I immediately got a lot of compliments, a lot of likes. Oh my God, I can't believe you could do that. That's really incredible. Like how awesome, amazing. We're so proud of you. And I got to admit, that kind of stuff feels really, really good to hear. And you sort of get taken away with it. And you go, yeah, I am really awesome. And then you realize that it took you seven videos to get that one little shot. And you realize that there are a lot of people who can't do that thing. And so are you really being fair by sort of being like, hey, check it out. I just started yoga a few months ago and I can do uh, crow pose. So here's what I started doing. In addition to posting these really inspiring images of, look, here's what a great big old dude can do when he starts doing yoga. I also started posting, usually on the same day, my fail videos, which was the opposite of a highlight reel. I would take these videos and take the silliest, most ridiculous parts, the parts where I fell, the parts where I stumbled, the parts where I was laughing, the parts where someone else was laughing at me. I took all those parts and said, okay, that's what this video is going to be. And I got really, really good responses from those videos. And what I came to realize is, you sort of need that balance. You need to be able to show people that you can do something, but that something isn't easy. And when I think about this from social, I think about the fact that I I follow a lot of bloggers. I follow a lot of influencers. I follow a lot of people who sort of make their living on their perception, on, on how people perceive them. And I loved, loved, loved yesterday that one of the people I admire the most posted something where she basically said, you know what? I look like crap in this picture and I don't care. I'm really happy with it. So I'm going to roll with it. If you're not familiar with Aaron Trafford, uh, DIY Passion, she runs this incredible community called Storyhouse Co., uh, where people can sort of share their stories and, and get help with what they're working on and those kind of things. It's, it's an incredible resource. Erin po- posts these amazing pictures. I mean, first off, her daughter is 
stunningly beautiful. Just one of the cutest children I've ever seen. And she does these amazing home renovation projects that just make you think like, oh, my God, I wish I could do that. And sometimes you look at it and go, sometimes I look at it and go, I, I can't do that. I, I can't believe that she can do that. I can't do that. I, you know, this is beyond what I can do. And yesterday she posted a picture and she said, you know what? In this picture, I've got a double chin and this isn't really working great and this isn't. But I wanted to remember this moment and I really liked this moment. So this is what I took a picture of. This is what I posted and this is what I kept. And Aaron is a prime example of how you need to be authentic in your social. Because for me, that makes me think that I am capable. It makes me think I can, I can do things. It doesn't make me think it's going to be easy per se, but it doesn't separate me in some great way. And I think that the people who are really successful on these different platforms are the people who do great things but are relatable. And you can either, you know, be totally relatable and, and do nothing great other than just living, which is fine. Uh, or you can do something really incredible, but something that no one can really relate to. And I think when we see these moments of weakness and moments of authenticity and honesty from, you know, Instagram influencers, bloggers, and and, you know, public figures in some way, I think that it's it's really important for us to see those things. And I'm really happy to see more and more people doing that. So here's what I'm going to say. Feel free to post the most beautiful things that you do. We all want to see them. I want to see that amazing meal that someone cooked or the incredible renovation that someone did or the beautiful hair that someone had. You know, I want to see all those things, but we need to balance out. And if you're living your blessed, perfect life, and that's all you can post, then fine. But if you're not, and there are moments where you are not perfect, and everything doesn't look fantastic, and not everything is absolutely the way it's supposed to be, I think it is very important for us to share those moments with others so that we can all feel as though we're in this together. I was recently in a workshop uh, with Terrence Taylor, and he would ask what are the negative stories that, that people tell themselves. And after someone would tell their story, he would say, who else feels like that? And you would get this overwhelming, oh, my God, I thought it was only me. And when we don't see ourselves represented by other people, we do think that it's only us, but it's everybody. Everybody struggles with these things. And I would love to see more of us being true and honest with the way we present these things. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I hope you enjoy uh, the social media content that I have coming out soon, because I think it's going to be something that will be really interesting to you. You can follow me at one red cat media. The Instagram account that I was talking about that I am a lot more sort of open and honest with is One Red Mike, O-N-E-R-E-D-M-I-K-E. -E -E. uh, I am pretty honest on our corporate account as well, but uh, it was on my, my personal account that I sort of posted just these mundane things of everyday life. But I hope that you follow up with what I'm doing in the next little while because I want to impact the way we feel and thus the way we're able to work. And I want to do that through uh, communities that are really working together to do our best work. 
So I hope you've enjoyed. Take care. Talk to you soon. At Reachability, we try to develop filmmakers throughout the year through our First Time Filmmakers program. The First Time Filmmakers Showcase is happening on Thursday, November 29th at the Reachability offices, and we get to feature all of the films made throughout the year. So come join us at the Reachability offices, November 29th. See you there.